Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings, Ted In Your Head podcast listeners. Welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. This is your host, Ted Moreno. I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach, helping my clients take out the trash, talk some truth, and change their thinking so they can transform their minds. And that's what I do as a certified hypnotherapist and coach. I help people change their thinking, help them get rid of fear, anxiety, beliefs that are preventing them from moving forward. And if you have a feeling that some of these things I just mentioned are holding you back, then I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the show. But for now, let's get into today's podcast, which is called The Ebb and Flow of Life. So I was watching a documentary called The Love We Make. Uh, and basically, this documentary followed Paul McCartney as he organized the concert for New York City, which was a benefit concert in October of 2001, right after the uh, 9-11 uh, tower uh, terrorist attacks. So as I watched, I noticed there were things that Paul McCartney did that I found very interesting. Now, unless you've been living in a cave for the last 20 years, you know that McCartney is one of the most famous musicians on the planet, recognized everywhere he goes, one of the richest men in England. He's also a former member of that musical group that changed the face of popular music, which we know as the Beatles. Uh, yet, you know, he seems pretty normal, pretty well-adjusted. He seems to have been able to avoid the pitfalls that a lot of famous performers fall into. So what I noticed is that backstage and in his dressing room, after a lot of activities, such as dealing with other musicians, problems, interviews, I noticed that he would sit down and he would say out loud the word relax. And then another time, he's like stretching his back by touching his toes. It seems that he's developed a few ways to stay centered and grounded no matter where he is. And if you've listened to my recent podcast, one of the things he does is transcendental meditation. So in most footage that I've seen of him uh, through the years, he always comes across as calm, cool, and relaxed. And I would imagine that he would have to, uh, you know, just to stay sane after years of being chased by screaming girls, like trying to tear his clothes off, right? So the good news is that you don't need to be a beetle to learn and deal calmly and effectively with everyday life's challenges. And, you know, I end my podcast by saying life's going to show up the way it's going to show up. You have to ask yourself, how do I want to show up for life? And, of course, the purpose of that is I think everybody wants to be able to deal with life's challenges more effectively. We certainly want to live a life without challenges, but that's not realistic. I think that what we want to focus on is constituting ourselves as somebody that can effectively, uh, calmly, and powerfully deal with life's challenges. And you know, challenging stuff will happen. Things will go wrong. Money will be tight or maybe non-existent. Your car will die or at least want to. People will upset, frustrate, and disappoint you. There's going to be traffic. You may get sick, lose your job, get divorced, or get a bad meal at your favorite restaurant. 
As I'm sure you know, the quality of your life will not be determined by what happens to you, but by how you respond to what happens to you. You can learn to stay centered and grounded while dealing with the inevitable ebb and flow of life. I'm going to suggest to you that keeping your head above water means staying present. And as I continue to go along in my podcast, we're going to kind of talk more and more about this because it's so key. It's easy to get angry, lash out, or go off into what ifs, and this is so terrible, and it shouldn't be like this, etc. And I believe the way to stay sane is to stay present and deal with what is. So here's a few things you can do when it feels like life is coming at you, ready to tear you apart. Just a few simple things. Number one, we've talked about this before. First and foremost, avoid overwhelm. Go back to my previous podcast that talk about overwhelm, okay, and revisit those. And you know that feeling of being overwhelmed. You don't know whether you're coming or going. You feel like a chicken without its head. You're unable to think clearly. Most of the things that I'm going to give you here in just a minute can help you stay present and out of overwhelm. However, you really need to take care of the basics to to be able to stay present. So you know what they are, right? Eat right. Don't skip meals. Get enough sleep. Daily exercise if you can. And a little quiet time for relaxation or meditation helps you stay more present. Number two, stop and breathe. See, before you react, just stop, then breathe. So, for example, you know, my kid spills water all over the table and on her homework, you know, and I want to say, you knucklehead, you're a master of disaster. Instead, I stop, I breathe, and I say, okay, no big deal. Let's get it cleaned up, right? That's so much more effective. Uh, Number three, see, look, watch, and see what is in front of you. Ask yourself, what's really going on here? Is it really a disaster? Is it really horrible or terrible? Most of the time, it's not. It's just kind of a pain in the butt, okay? So just look at it and go, yeah, you know, water got spilled, not a big deal. Number four, think, then take an action. So when something happens, ask yourself, you know, what can I do? Can I make a phone call? Can I write a list? Can I ask for help? I mean, do something constructive, even if it's making a plan. Don't let yourself get stuck or paralyzed. Number five, write something down. So when you think it, ink it. An idea, a reminder, keep a journal. Uh, I always carry around a pen and something to write with. So if somebody tells me something or recommends a book or I get an idea, I write it down. So write something down. Number six, we've talked about this before. We'll talk about it again. Use empowering self-talk. Be your own coach, your own cheerleader, your own motivator. Practice language patterns that are supportive and empowering, such as I can handle this, I'm in control, I can deal with this, or it's going to be okay. So talk to yourself encouragingly. Number seven, walk away. Sometimes you just have to walk away. Take a break. Get something to eat. Take a nap. Hey, maybe even drink a beer. Sometimes it's just better to leave the situation regroup, and then come back with fresh eyes. Number eight, laugh. You'd be surprised at how effective this is. Try to laugh when you want to cry. Try to laugh when you want to get angry. Make sure it's appropriate though, right? (laughs) There's certain times you don't want to laugh, but if you can laugh, then do that. Number nine, sit down, stand up, or move. Changing what you do with your body, which is changing your physiology, can change your state instantly. 
especially if you find yourself paralyzed. So your state is the sum total of everything you're doing with your body, everything you're thinking, and everything you're communicating with yourself. So there are resourceful states and there are non-resourceful states. So changing your physiology, getting up, standing, moving around uh, can get you out of that paralysis. I do my best thinking walking around in circles myself. Number 10, get perspective. I hate to break it to you, but someday you will die. Most likely in a few generations, you will be a photo hanging on the wall remembered by only a few. <laughs> Life is short, and most problems that you worry about never happen. Number 11, look for the lesson. Ask yourself, what can I learn here? What's the reason for this happening right now? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So look for the lesson as soon as possible. Uh, you know, it's sometimes we don't see the lesson till way, 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 way after, but try to look for the lesson in the moment. Number 12, see the beauty. See the beauty. I have an uncle that's a Vietnam War vet, and he remarked one time on how beautiful he thought Vietnam was. So amidst all the horror and death, he was able to choose his thoughts and be present to the beauty. So look around. Notice the gift of beauty everywhere around you. Number 13, give yourself permission to release. Do you need to cry? Do you need to go for it alone or with somebody you trust? No shame in it. Need to shout and scream? Cool. No one else needs to hear. Need to hit something? There's a safe and healthy way to do that. Punching bags, yard work, baseball bat on an old trash can, right? There's safe ways to hit stuff that's not destructive. And, you know, we all need to vent at times. So just remember there's a time and a place to give yourself permission to release. Number 14, reflection. After all is said and done, ask yourself, what could I have done better? What do I need to clean up? Do I need to write a letter? Do I need to apologize? Do I need to send an email? Do I need to touch base? You know, perhaps just sit with your challenge and try to get some detachment so that you're not so overwhelmed by your challenge or problem. Number 15, carry on. Carry on, ladies and gentlemen. Keep putting one foot in front of the other. Honor your journey. Only you can walk it. Cultivate the idea that it's good to be alive. And I'm going to address this a little bit more poetically in my next podcast. So keep an eye out for that. And if you want to read a blog post of this podcast, you can go to tedmoreno.com slash ebb and flow. That's E-B-B and flow. Thanks so much for listening. There is your daily 10-minute dose of what I think is really, really great content. I want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. Your time is precious. My time is precious. I want our time together on this podcast to really count. And of course, if I can help you take out the trash to transform your mind, reach out to me. TedMoreno.com is my website where you can connect with me. You can also subscribe to my blog, Ted's Tips for Transformation. My podcast website, tedinyourhead.com. And of course, I'm on all the usual suspects as far as social media outlets. Reach out to me, say hello. And remember, like I said earlier, life is going to show up the way it shows up. How are you going to show up for life? Hmm, we'll see. Thanks a lot for listening. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. 
To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.